we decided that we would try to use our funds to try to keep industry up and running and still to stay buoyant. So um, collectively, Seafarers UK and Fishmongers have put in half a million towards this initiative. SAIL is um, Seafarers Advice and Information Line, completely free advice service for anyone who gets paid to work at sea. So doing benefit checks to find out if there's anything else they can apply for. If their income's dropped, they might be able to qualify for money off the council tax and some other things. So as we're just finishing off recording uh, Fathom this week, um, DEFRA have made a significant announcement. Um, they've come forward with a £10 million support package for English fishermen. So that's absolutely brilliant um, on the face of it, um, bringing English fishermen in line with the other devolved administrations. We haven't had time to digest um, the detail or understand how the application process will work. But one thing's for sure, um, that's better than where we were yesterday. So um, a, a real step forward and, and all the hard efforts of the DEFRA, MMO uh, and, and organisations like the NFFO in pressuring Treasury to secure that. Absolutely appreciated and, and we're going to take some time now to digest and make sure it delivers to fishermen um, in a very real way. So here on Fathom, um, we're expecting to have someone from DEFRA on early next week to talk us through the detail and how it's going to apply so we can get into the nuts and bolts of it. And also I've had Tom McCormack, the head man at the MMO, has already been on asking to come back and explain how the MMO are going to deliver it in a very practical sense. So um, it's great to see um, DEFRA and the MMO um, acting in quite a proactive way here, um, having secured that from Treasury and UK government, now want to get it out to fishermen. So... Uh, Look out next week on Fathom, we'll be, we'll be getting into the, the detail of this support package. Okay, cool. All right, Paul. So, as always, here we are, Friday, end of the week, with our series of response episodes as we roll through the crisis. This is actually our fifth episode of Every Fridays, which has seemingly gone extremely quick. But before we dive into this week's guests, I thought it would just be a chance to recap on what's happened so far. You know, we're four or five weeks into this now, but just a quick reflection on the last month, I suppose. It's always good to get your insight on, on what we've achieved and what's happened. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, Rani, I, th I think this has been a, a, an unprecedented, the uncharted waters analogy comes back in and all those things. Um, massively challenging, big struggle for a lot of a lot of fishermen out there, and, and a lot of people right through the fish supply chain. So, yeah, pretty um, pretty serious times. But it, the the last five weeks seem to seem to have flown by, and and here on Fathom, I think we've had some real useful insight in some of the reaction to the to the crisis. Um, we've had talk around some of the initial challenges. We've had some direct sellers and how industry has changed the way it sells fish and, and lands fish. We've had a sort of feedback on the, the real challenges faced by the, the shellfish sector in particular. It was good to have Tom from the uh, Tom McCormack from the MMO on. You know, he was he was there leading from the front at the MMO, fronting up, giving us his vision on how the MMO can support. So that that was a real positive one. Barry, obviously, um, from a fisherman's fisherman's representative point of view, talking about high level policy and trying to influence. Uh, um, I thought that was a, a pretty unique insight. So yeah, it's been a it's been a bit of a roller coaster, and there is no question these are challenging times. But I think, as always with um, with the fishing industry, it, there's, there's been a, a positive reaction. The the public support we've seen through the direct selling and 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 more contact with the public has been has been encouraging, and that surely must be a foundation for us to build on as we come out of the crisis and try and get 
the um, the UK consumer eating UK caught fish. So that's really good. And um, and today I think we've we've got another couple of crackers with. And yeah, maybe it's time to get on with episode five. And um, surely we'll be back again next week with uh, with something new. Yeah, thanks, Paul. And let's get on with it. Let's get into this week's episode. So. Up first, we have Alison Freeman from the Fishmongers Company talking about their newly released grant scheme in response to the crisis. And then following on for that, we have Miles and Natasha from Seafarers Advice and Information Line doing a lot of great work there supporting the industry through prior and certainly through this crisis situation. So over to Alison. Thank you, Chris. Yes, um, the Fishmongers Company and recently the Seafarers UK have joined up uh, to consider how we might best support the fishing industry during this crisis. And, you know, we recognise that the market's been turned on its head and for most this crisis has been really catastrophic to their business. So um, we kind of considered the ways in which we could support the sector to the best of our ability. And we decided that we would try to use our funds to try to keep industry up and running and still to stay buoyant so um collectively seafarers uk and fishmongers have put in half a million towards this initiative um and what we're really looking to do with this money is um is to try to support industry develop stronger domestic markets where they can so specifically if you're an organization or a business that wants to diversify due to covid19 or you want to promote the consumption or sale of local seafood or if you just want to provide community meals using seafood, um, we hope that this grant program can help in some way towards that. Um, the grant scheme will be prioritizing initiatives that demonstrate collaborative working amongst business owners and stakeholders. And a real emphasis will be put on projects which have a community focus. So um, whilst we will accept applications from individuals, um, we're really looking for individuals to get together with similar businesses or other businesses along the supply chain to really show that they're um, thinking about how they would uh, re-diversify their, their catch and their market and, um, and, and work collaboratively rather than in competition with others if they can. Great summary and uh, I, I'm really encouraged there to hear the collaboration word come up. I think uh, seeing what's happening since things, things have started, I guess it's it's really important that we sustain some energy through this and that's only going to be possible if we work together and, and a bit more collectively through that but uh but paul have you anything to add no, I, th- I think it, i think it's good and, and and it's worth saying i think that uh, fishmongers have been doing a lot of great work recently um bef- before the crisis so supporting um initiatives around different parts of the industry and my own experience through the um through the nffo and their brexit work has, has been really appreciated i think this 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 initiative again um stepping in at a time of crisis and offering up um what, what will i'm sure be um, useful support for, for worthwhile projects is, is fantastic so um, Alison really pleased to hear you say it's about supporting um, all parts of the supply chain and about stimulating um, domestic demand and consumption of domestically caught fish because um, that's something we've, we've been really keen to, to, to get moving and get going so um, again sounds like uh, we're all in the, the right ballpark and going in, in the right direction I guess um, one of the things that I, I might, might want to ask is what's the methodology of sort of assessing grant applications to ensure that they are delivering benefit for the widest possible swathe of, of the industry? Because you know, so, sometimes 
um, well-intentioned funding can can have some unintended consequences. So just be interested to know if there's any thoughts on that at this early stage. Yes, definitely. I think um, one of the things that the Fishmongers Company has done well for a number of years is is networking and bringing people together. And, um, and because of that, we have quite a, a wide reach of individuals across the whole of the UK from whom that we can kind of call upon for advice. We don't pretend to be experts in, in everything um, and we're definitely not that at, at all. So we, we really rely on on our consultancy um, powers, I guess, to kind of understand how best a project might impact the market. I think it's a difficult and unusual situation, obviously, with COVID-19, because a lot of the projects that will be coming to us will be seeking to disrupt the supply chain, possibly in, in some way or form. Um, and, and that's kind of the result of the situation, I guess, and the fact that um, these new markets have been um, opened up and, and markets have obviously been closed. So I think... Um, there will be a lot of checking in on projects that are successful and there'll be a lot of due diligence that will be done um, at the forefront of when projects come to us as well. So we have um, a task force um, membership, which will be reviewing the application process. We'll also be reviewing the, the applications before they get put to the task force internally. And um, I think that's kind of as, as much as we can do at the moment is just double checking with everyone who would know that type of operation. But what we're really looking to do as well with applications that do come in is ones that are successful. We're really looking to use them as a benchmark. So they should then be there to offer their support and to guidance to other um, organizations looking to do similar things. So we're really kind of looking to share that best practice across the UK and we're really Notice that that um, some areas of the UK are doing really well comparatively to the others um, in this COVID-19 crisis and we want to kind of share that, that knowledge to try to even out the score and a lot of this is actually about speaking to one another and um, rather than actually giving finance which obviously is important but sometimes it's actually not the most important thing. I think that that's um, really reassuring, and, and as you say, we're we're all in in, in kind of uncharted um, waters, as it were, and and navigating a bit by touch and feel and learning as we as we go. But it sounds like there's quite a, a, a robust mechanism in place there to just to try and test these projects, ensure that they're delivering benefit, value for money, and all the the due diligence type of things. So I think I think that's excellent. Um, I might just just pitch in there, Alison. Actually, I just I just know with typical grant schemes, things can always take way longer than people when they've got an idea. They want to get it off the ground, get it up and running. So, have, can you just run us through a quick summary of how the process works? Where where do we start with paperwork, and uh, what's the rough timescales for getting things going? Yes, of course. So, um, the scheme launched uh, last Wednesday, the fifteenth uh, of April, and so to go to the grants is um, fishonfriday.org forward slash grant. And the the form is is embedded into the website, but if you prefer, you can download the form from there. So we've um, created the the grants form and the guidelines to be as simple as possible. So don't worry that there's um, no thirty page application process going on here. It's um, relatively simple, straightforward questions um, and then you just submit it uh, there and then or you can email it to us if you've downloaded the, the form. Processes will, applications will be reviewed on a, a rolling basis so um, we will constantly be reading them and assessing them so as the FISH team review them we'll then shortlist uh, certain applications which are um, 
will then be put to our, our fisheries task force and so they'll review applications on um, a week to two week scale depending on the urgency of the application. So we're hoping um, that we can turn around grants within a couple of weeks so hopefully it, that's okay. I mean, I understand that this is a really pressing need for a lot of people and that every day is, is kind of crucial for them. But uh, we, we also just have to understand that we have these processes that we have to go by. So this is kind of as, as quickly as we've got it down to and hopefully that's that's okay for people. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. Really grateful for you to share that. And I think that's encouraging again because yeah, other grant schemes out there, a lot of the time it's an eight-week process and you then need to finance the project yourself for a period of eight weeks. So knowing that two weeks and that financial support right there at the start is, is really critical with what's going on in, in the industry at the moment. So I think, uh, as Paul's already mentioned, this will make a great, great support package to projects that are wanting to start up on the back of what's going on. So I yeah. should sorry, I should have mentioned that we will give funds um, direct. Um, so the, the, as soon as the project is approved, the money will be then sent to that um, the person who applied for the application. So um, there, there's no you have to put the money in first, and then the funds will be reclaimed later on. Um, th th this will be money up front. Yeah, I think the, to me sounds like um, one of the big problems with accessing grants is often the application process can be long-winded and complicated. Sounds like fishmongers have taken on board that that kind of feedback from previous things and and looks looks like a and I've seen the application for now it looks like a streamlined process both application and assessment of uh, and we'll see about payment as the projects get approved but again yeah all sounding like going in the right direction good example of an organization like fishmongers listening to feedback from its network around the country and the other thing I just just do want to say is that I um, mentioned you mentioned there um, fish on Friday um, I've, had, I've had a look at that myself and I know that's the the fishmongers um, almost directory of where you where to get fish from around the UK and I just would recommend anyone listening to have a look at that an excellent directory um, to find your local supplier of fish or shellfish in the UK so um, uh, sounding a bit of a fan of the fishmongers today but another piece of good work there by, by fishmongers honestly and and yeah and I think it's important where where things that where things are good and they work they should be recognized and and, I, and honestly have a look at F fish on Friday excellent excellent thing on the web Thanks for thinking of us and for sharing it with your network. Despite the fact that we've been around for 750 years, a surprising amount of the industry have never heard of the Fishmongers Company. So we, um, we actually do need a lot of support with our, our, our communications, particularly to those that go out to sea and, and work in, um, along the supply chain. So, um, so thanks for thinking of us. So moving swiftly on from Alison at Fishmongers Company over to Seafarer's Advice and Information Line, where we had a conversation with both Miles and Natasha to get a better understanding of the work they do and what they've been doing in response to the crisis. Okay, great. Uh, so um, SAIL is um, Seafarer's Advice and Information Line, completely free advice service for anyone who gets paid to work at sea. Been helping uh, seafarers around the UK for uh, almost 25 years. And of course, that includes fishermen, and we can help their partners too. Uh, SAIL is actually part of uh, Citizens Advice, and everything we do is free and confidential. Uh, we will never disclose anyone's details to any other uh, organisation unless they tell us to. Uh, we've got a series of professional advisors. We've got nine professional advisors, being people, and of course, over the last uh, few weeks in particular, uh, we've been helping a large number of fishermen 
uh, with the issues uh, surrounding, uh, surrounding coronavirus. What's available to fishermen in terms of what sort of support is there at this current time? Well, I mean, we are here to help them access whatever support uh, there is available. Obviously, uh, we're here to encourage them to do that, access that themselves with our help, but uh, we can help them through every stage of the process. Uh, we're helping huge numbers at the moment, as you imagine, after a winter of really pretty rough weather, uh, and this following hard on the heels. Uh, we're helping them uh, access all the government support. I think probably Natasha is better place to talk through the individual items that are available. Yes, with, with fishermen, it's breaking down mainly to universal credit as the one that they're having to look into applying for. Universal credit, that's a joint benefit. So if you're in a couple, you will have to claim jointly. Uh, and also any income your, couple, your partner has is taken off your universal credit at a certain rate. For fishermen who have national insurance contributions uh, at the required level, uh, they may be able to also qualify for the new style job seekers allowance or ESA, uh, depending on if they're affected by COVID-19 or if they are just unable to work because of it. Um, and we can help them with applying, like telling them how to apply for this and uh, also doing benefit checks to find out if there's anything else they can apply for, such as um, reductions on their council tax, for example. If their income's dropped, they might be able to qualify for money off council tax um, and some other things uh, possibly too. So we, I will sort of talk through them uh, what their situation is and um, go for the details and see what they could qualify for. So yeah, that's, that's one of the things we offer. So when someone calls sale, they get their own individual advisor. And Natasha is exclusively helping fishermen, so she's uh, probably the busiest advisor with fishermen. We can also talk through uh, other problems that fishermen might have. So, for example, if they're having problems with their private landlord getting a rent, uh, uh, getting a three-month rent break, uh, then we can certainly help with that as well. And I think you know we're here to help in the short term with some of these problems, but I think in the long term there'll be there may be some more longer-term problems with debts and benefits, and we're here for that and helping with issues around income tax, for example, which is a classic problem that fishermen have. So there's a wide variety of problems that leads on from this, but uh, the initial response is uh, get, your, get your benefit claims in, make sure you're claiming anything from the government you can. And if you're doing that and you're still in hardship, we can certainly help with you getting grants from other maritime charities, such as the Fishermen's Mission or Shipwreck Mariners or Seafarers Hospital Society. Miles and, uh, Miles and Natasha, it's, it's Paul here, and um, what a fantastic resource, what a fantastic service you're offering there. I'm actually ashamed to say that, that, that I didn't know that Sale even existed before this, but since learning about Sale and what you do, almost um, the citizen's advice for fishermen, straight away it seems clear to me that you're the guys to turn to just to get started on the process, understand what you can qualify for and how you go about accessing that. Um, and it really, you know, is something that, that will make sure we get out to our membership to understand this service is available. But it sounds like the, the work of um, that, that you guys are doing there at Sale is is, is absolutely fantastic. And um, you know, perhaps it's taken the the, the current crisis um, to to bring to to everyone's attention what you do. But it's also clear to me that this work and service has been available before. Has been ramped up and is in the focus spotlight during and as we as you rightly say i think as we emerge out of the crisis the problems don't just disappear particularly financial ones overnight this is going to be a long haul back and i think there'll be a, um, a number of fishermen that will will require help and and um, it's fantastic to know that you're there and, and that kind of service that you can offer Thank you. But yeah, I just emphasise as well that if, if we can help 
uh, partners. So sometimes uh, fishermen themselves are looking at the weather, hoping to get out, hoping to be able to sell their catch. And actually, sometimes it's it's often better that we deal with the partners. And uh, and uh, of course, as long as we can chat uh, openly with the partners, that's something we can definitely do. No problem at all. That's brilliant. So if even if even if the guys are at sea, then their their wife or girlfriend can phone up and give you the background and you can get them set on the, the path to getting what they can. doesn't necessarily have to be the, the, the guy or girl who's actually out fishing. It can be the, the partners. Yeah, I think it's also bear, worth bearing in mind we can help with some wider issues as well that come along some, sometimes. Uh, of course, at the moment we're focused. Uh, the vast majority of stuff that we're seeing is clearly a kind of crisis moment for fishermen. Either they can't get out because of the illness or they can't sell their, their catch because of the illness. But I think there's, you know, there's a lot more we can do in a wider scale. So we can talk about housing in general, for example. We could talk about uh, consumer issues. We can talk about if your family's breaking down and you want to talk about child access, we can talk about those things too. Of course, they're, at the moment, we're really dealing about with how do we get food on the table next week broadly. But there is a wide variety of stuff we can help in the long run. Most of the people who call us or email us don't have one call. It's a series of calls. On average, it's about... 12 to 15 calls before someone goes so it's a it's a process it's a relationship we're there until the person gets the help they require it may be one call it may be 30 calls if someone's got a debt problem often we are we're talking to them for six months or so until we try and sort out their debt problem wow yeah that, that's incredible to hear that the, the the level of support that's there and the the fact that the relationship can carry on like you say way way beyond the immediate crisis call so um i think that that's certainly a, a invaluable service to the industry and um i i can only highly recommend everyone to to tap into that and certainly just to start that process i don't know if you've got any closing comments paul i don't i think yeah. just just to say thank you to tasha and um and miles for coming on and just bringing to our attention and um, what is available and what you can offer so yeah thanks very much for your time and definitely be signposting people your way yeah, we'll, we'll put all the uh, details in our show notes as well. So if you want to put yeah. the phone number in, if you've got... Yeah, the phone number is a free phone number. So it's free from UK landlines and mobiles. Uh, it's 0800 160 1842. And we're open between 10 and 4 uh, weekdays. So fascinating to hear from, from two amazing organizations that are just re- reacting and responding quickly to the crisis and what's happening with fishing so um i think fishmongers they're coming forward with a support a grant program off the back of that and seafarers uk obviously stepping in as well and helping out um right through to what the, the great work of miles and natasha at sale it's um just good to get some reflective comments on on that and, and where do we go from here how do we sort of make make the best use of these great services out there yeah i think i think what it is when is these things these things are there and as you say uh fishmongers and seafarers stepping up um, looking to uh, grant support innovation uh, market stimulation and trying to get keeping the the supply chain and boats going um, backed up there with the guys from from seafarers advice and information line at sale um, miles and natasha where um, there's some uh, sort of citizens advice for for, for fishermen um, what what service i didn't even know about it and what they are you, you, they're a starting point so um, even starting from scratch just pick up the phone i'm a self-employed share fisherman what am i entitled to these are my circumstances and and they'll walk you through that process um, absolutely absolutely you know a, a real superb service there and i think um 
the thing to do is, is it, it, for me, it's, it's encouraging. You know, there is support there from these kind of organisations. And, you know, at times, you know, it feels like we're a bit, you're a bit alone and a bit abandoned as, 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 as fishermen if things aren't going right. But, um, yeah, I think two, 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 positive, um, two positive sessions there and, uh, and two great, great um, services. So hopefully people can um, hear what we said, get the contact details um, from, the, from the information notes and, um, and, and use them. If you need them, use them. That's what they're there for. Yeah, excellent. I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap it there. I think there's enough said in those two sessions already, like you say, and um, they speak for themselves. So ideal, Ronnie. So uh, yeah, another another good session here on Fathom. I'll uh, see you same time next same week. Same time eh? next week as always. Beauty. Right, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Fathom has been brought to you by the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation with support from the European Maritime and Fisheries Fund and Seafarers UK.